I really hope this. I really, really, really hope this stays recording. It's kind of nice. <laughs> but I think we should put our phones. There we go. Right. There. Yeah. Let's do it like that. That should be better. Uh, well, well, cheers, cheers again to uh, yet another episode. Yes. I'm gonna be. This is gonna be interesting. Yes. I'm a little nervous. I hope I, I, hope I can uh, follow through. Right. Anyway, start start the start the music. Up. Uh, welcome to another episode of uh, the Jar Jar Bar podcast. I don't think we've said, we've actually uh, figured out a signal to give the Jeff. We've just been saying roll or like um, start the whatever. It doesn't matter. Jeff, do you think? <laughs> he's been doing such a great job. Honestly, he's he's he's, yeah, he's had a little more fun with it. I think our episodes have been more interesting with the music and it just he's he's um he's getting a little more creative. I like it. Uh, I talked to Lila today. We're getting our logo. Nice. Uh, she's got our pictures. She's gonna do her work. She's gonna give Sweet. us a couple examples. So for uh, for those who've been waiting for it, I guess uh, the the thirty three downloads we had. <laughs> yeah, like I'm waiting to get on Apple. That's yeah. all we need. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, we're uh, we're really excited to get that rolling too. Um, but. Episode six. Here we go. I'm having once again having a lot of fun with this. Um, it's a good yeah, time. Yeah, it's um, well, like you said a few episodes ago. It's hard to believe we're even this far. So I know, right? Um, not much to cover tonight. Um, a lot of I, I guess I've just done some research. I know we're not big on news on the Jar Jar Bar podcast. Um, which, by the way, I'm Scott. And I am Kevin. <laughs> we usually forget to say our names at the beginning. It's just the end. So the, for those that are listening for the first time, there are a few episodes in. They're like, Wait, what, who are these guys? They only care about the content. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we had a lot of uh, news the last week or two uh, in the Star Wars universe. We're not really big on news breaks or anything in Star Wars stuff. Pod- Star Wars stuff podcast. Yeah, they're, they're, they do a lot of good stuff like that. Um, and I kind of followed them today and just kind of catching up on what they've been reporting because they do such a good job. It's kind of where I get my news content if I want to report on anything. Um, right. Because, like I said, again, on the Jar podcast, we do not do uh, news as much. We're more just kind of BSing about Star Wars, which is kind of yeah, the fun yeah, of it. That's what sure, I wanted yeah. to do anyway. But, yeah, uh, one thing I don't want to mention is um, Dave Filoni promoted to creative director of the Star of Star Wars. Like the whole verse? Yeah. The universe? Yeah. Nice. Yes. Uh, basically, kind of one under Kathleen Kennedy. Nice. So, coming for her spot next. I know, right? Never mind. I won't get too much into that. <laughs> I'd rather be more involved. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, awesome, awesome move, I think, by Disney. Um, Dave Filoni, as I mentioned before, is like, you know, the new George, like this generation's George Lucas. I mean, he's right. just his, it's basically, you took George Lucas's brain and you gave it an Apple upgrade. Um, it's you know he's I, I love his ideas I love his create his creative uh, uh, genius um, and so far so good with the Bad Batch. Um, not much to talk about this week's episode. Episode very short episode. It was pretty short. Yeah. Um, saw a few things. Um, Muchi is the name of the Rancor we saw. I've been trying to figure out. Um, 
Is that the Rancor in the la- in Return of the Jedi? A lot yeah, of, it is. Is it? Because really I saw sure. a lot of people were saying it's not the Rancor, but I don't know. As a lot of people were just like, well, it's not because of Return of the Jedi is, is you know so close to yeah, but this is the end of the Clone Wars, and between r- the period right now and the Clone Wars is twenty three years, so. You don't. I mean, you don't really know how much Rancors can grow. I guess in the right, timeline, never yeah. really gets talked about. So um, I, I automatically assumed it was because it was Jabba. It was Jabba's man that came to pick yeah, it up. Yeah, it so. was Big Fortuna that came to pick him up. Um, I guess we're kind of in that coil zone of what we're going to be getting in the next few episodes with the Bad Batch. We're kind of coiling up for, I'm sure, some pretty big episodes. So yeah, hopefully. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I know I mentioned last episode, it's, been getting, it's getting kind of stale, but I think there's all a purpose to this. Um, yes. I'm not getting disappointed. I'm not in the disappointed it's a lot realm. Of subplot. Yeah, it's not, I'm not in the disappointed realm. You're just, there's a lot of things going on. Um, they're finding out about, they're, they're trying to investigate Fennec Shand, uh, who she's working for. So they're getting a little bit of intel. Um, they go and meet uh, a new, I guess, uh, character. Uh, Sid is is the name. The informant. Um, yeah, the informant, and uh, they're they're getting some information about who Fennec Shand is, who she's working for. Um, so what they do is um, they they promise. I'm sorry, Sid promises um, Clone Force ninety nine some information if they go and complete a bounty for for uh, her, him, her, him. It's a her. I don't they. know. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. Um, Pick your pronoun. Yeah, I guess. And, uh, yeah, and they go and they do that, and, um, seriously, we can wait. Yeah, we can Do we want to wait? Yeah. It was loud. Nice! <laughs> that was actually a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. Uh, for the, I guess we didn't mention we are outside again. It's not storming. It's not storming. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Yeah! We're getting on a new streak here. It's kind of cool. Um... A lot of rain here in Austin, Texas. It's a rainiest May. Oh my goodness, it's a lot of rain. Um, but anyway, yeah, we, we kind of get through that. The reason why we're just kind of going through the episode uh, real quick in the beginning here is because there's again not much happening. Um, they get some intel and they you know they kind of they go and they get the Rancor Moochie. I guess we find out the name of it. Right, Moochie. Uh, capture it, and that's kind of the episode. Uh, again, not, not a whole lot. But I guess this. Okay, Wrecker taking on an adolescent Rancor was. <laughs> It was fun and it was hilarious. It was. It was it so was. funny. Well, I was hoping that this episode you noticed Wrecker's headaches came back again. Yeah, they did. I'm getting a little nervous about that. I know, that. right? I'm getting a little I nervous. Know. And then the whole title was called Wrecker, and I was like, oh, what is this about? Mm. I, I, I loved your bit, and it wasn't like one or two episodes. Record gets wrecked. Oh, it was. I was good. listening to our episode, one of the episodes the other day. I was just like, oh, that was really funny, Kevin. I, I didn't give you enough credit for that one. It was oh, pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Um, you did get right though. But anyway, yeah, you did. <laughs> but anyway, not, not a whole lot going on in the episode. Uh, tonight is going to be a kind of a special episode. I've been kind of excited for this. I've been dropping <laughs> it a few times. We're going to talk about The Last Jedi. It's Tonight's the night, man. Um, not just The Last Jedi, but the Canto bite scene in The Last Jedi. Oh, Specifically So that. before we get started, uh, we have to talk about well, the drinks that we chose tonight. Um... Kevin, what are you drinking, first and foremost? <laughs> uh, I am drinking a blueberry lager. And I chose this because I love blueberries. Last, two weeks in a row, <laughs> you choose drinks you're just like, I just like it. It's really good. I mean, fair enough. Well, yeah. Fair. It's like, it's hard to get a quiet spot with 
all of the beers. They're very loud places. It's true. Yeah, there are quite a few breweries in Austin, Texas that or breweries, bars that have quite a few beers, but you know, it's also hard to, you know, with what we're working with and our schedules, it's hard to find somewhere that's quiet enough so you can hear our beautiful, <laughs> right. angelic, pristinely clear voices. Um, it's just so beautiful. <laughs> it's so it's just difficult. So you know, we chose a chose a cool spot tonight. We're at uh, Lavaca Street Bar in the Domain and uh, in Austin, Texas. Uh, I used to work over here uh, a couple like about a year or so ago. Uh, cool area, a uh, little almost like community esque, like kind of a mini city vibe going on. It does. Yeah, um, it's like a mini European city. You don't have to leave here. You got a Whole Foods. You got restaurants. You got nightlife. You got. Everything you really need, you got yeah. Nordstrom. I mean, it's if you live in the domain, it's it's everything you got. You don't have to go much outside of this area, but unless you work somewhere else, unless you work somewhere else, of course. Um, but yeah, there's a lot you of people. The soccer stadium right around the corner. Yeah, they just built the it soccer stadium for FC Austin, new soccer team for Austin, Texas. So a lot of stuff going on in this area. Uh, what are you pairing with your beer tonight? I am drinking Woodford Reserve Double Oaks because I do feel like. A these episodes are getting a little bit repetitive. A little bit, yeah. Mean? yeah. We, need, so. we need more to wash down with. Um, <laughs> it's like a new planet, new person who's trying to make a deal. Who kind of like <laughs> either helps or doesn't. Some backstab, yep. so yep. you know. Um, a bit of that, but we've been kind of the we've been kind of rolling on this this whiskey thing the last couple episodes too. I kind of like it. Yes, we have I'm, to, I'm a bourbon man. Yeah, same here. I like any kind of whiskey beer. You know, we're manly men. Oh wait, we can't say that. Oopsies. As long as you're not toxic, I think it's fine. Define toxic. Never mind. That's a different different podcast. Uh, Entirely. Not even an episode. An entirely different podcast, which I don't feel like I want to do that. Anyway, uh, I I really wanted a Angry Orchard tonight because I thought it would go well with how I feel about what I'm going to talk about tonight. Yes. Uh, I hope I do myself a service. I've been talking it up a lot tonight. You have been. Um, Yes. Yes, but my but I went I went with a, a 512 Pecan Porter, which is a brewery. 512 is a brewery in Austin. Uh, they got a lot of good beers. They make uh, one of my favorites here is 512 IPA. But I'm drinking a Pecan Porter tonight. Um, it's dark. It's delicious. It's um, anything I would drink basically back home in Chicago when it's cold. Uh, it's just got full of flavor, chocolatey, nutty. Um, it's like it's like a beer and a coffee got married. Yes. It's just that's how it is. It's not even like you smash them together for a one night hookup. Like it's like they got married. It's that delicious. A lot of good flavor. Um, it's awesome. Um, so, but I'm drinking it because it's dark. I'm angry. It's the closest I could have paired it up with. <laughs> and of course, at the same time, I'm gonna that's try to be. Got. I'm gonna try to be a gentleman about tonight. I know I said I'm gonna drop a lot of f bombs, but I thought about it. My mother in law listens to this podcast. I don't want to upset her too much. I apologize in advance to our younger listeners. You're gonna hear a few swears probably tonight. <laughs> we'll see if um, I can bleep out if you let any slip. That would be kind of fun <laughs> if he could do that. I'm sure he could. Uh, but some R two noises <laughs> <laughs> or Wookie noises. Or Wookie, yeah, that'd be a good one. This. this <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> that was a terrible impersonation of Whoopi. It's like a dying Most Whoopi. are. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least I have a deep voice, though, for it. Because like, it's yeah, like, okay. Yeah. There's some people that try to do it, and I'm like, no. But, no. but yeah, but anyway, anyway, I'm going to try to be a gentleman about it. So I'm pairing my beer with a Gentleman Jack, one of my favorite whiskeys. It's, it's a, you know... Very commercialized, you know, Jack Daniels. It's obviously everybody knows about that. Nothing too pristine or, or special about that, but it's uh, it's a good whiskey. Um, 
For those that like Jack Daniels and have never tried Gentleman Jack, I really recommend doing it. Goes great with a ginger ale. Um, I, it's great. I, I, I drink it on special occasions. Um, kind of a quick backstory. On, oh yeah, cheers! By the way, kind of a quick backstory on uh, on Gentleman Jack for me. Oh, that's so good. It's delicious. Is um, my sister got married two, three years ago? Two or three years ago? Three years ago. Anyway, whatever. Uh, and I was at. It was right before I moved. It was right before I moved to Texas. And um, I was at my grandfather's house, and he just had all of this uh, liquor just given to him from my dad, um, just just stored away. And he had this. It was this case of like Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels single barrel, and Gentleman Jack. And so we're kind of taking a few sips of the regular Jack Daniels, and he's got the other two tucked away. I'm like, oh, you need to save the Gentleman Jack for Jamie's wedding this summer. And he's just like, okay. And so we're at the wedding, and, you know, obviously everybody's drinking all day. It's my, you know, I'm already married at this point. My sister's, you know, she's the baby of the family, so everybody's excited. You know, both grandkids are getting married. And my uh, sister's father, future father-in-law or father-in-law decides to come up to me and say, hey, Puts his hand on my shoulder. I'm so sorry. We drank all your gentleman, Jack. Uh, uh, in, in part, and I, you know, I didn't want to like be mad at him because he's right. a really nice guy. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, it's all right. But inside, I'm like, that's supposed to be for us. <laughs> um, but then, of course, my grandfather, because he he just likes messing with me. Uh, about an hour or so into the night, you know, we're dancing, partying, having a good time, and he comes up to me with a flask and he goes, "I'm just kidding. I saved you some." And I'm just like, "Oh man, you're, oh, you're nice. great." That's, <laughs> so that was kind of nice. Um, that's great, yeah. but good memory, you know, with the wedding and tying that in. But anyway, um, okay, so I'm gonna start by saying. First, I want to know your. First, I want to know what you overall thought of Last Jedi. What are your personal feelings about the Last Jedi? I liked it for sure. I liked most of the movie. Um, I don't know. I, I really do go into movies trying like to have no expectations because it's the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like when I do go in with expectations, I get disappointed. Like. Yeah. Um, uh, like the last time we were talking, uh, I said the after the first movie, Ray was wearing like the all gray garb, and I was like, "Oh, she's like gonna be tempted in the next movie, hardcore." And like she kind of was, but like not as like not as uh, intensely as I thought it would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, so when we got to uh, the Last Jedi, I was, just, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Wait, am I getting my movies mixed up? No, you're not. Because no. that's kind of how I felt, too, about The Last right. Jedi. Because, like, Force Awakens happened, and I was really, like... I enjoyed it thoroughly. You know, there was a lot of people I talked to that were real skeptical after The Force Awakens. They were like, oh, they're just repeating the, ori- the original trilogy. It's right. just, like, the combination of all three movies. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, first of all, it was enjoyable. Enjoy it. It's Star Wars, whatever. It was fun. They, br- they had to kind of do it. Um, I thought that was him. Uh, they had to kind of, like, put the nostalgia back in. Because it's like you have to bring that back, you know. You have yeah. to kind of give some familiarity with other, with the older audiences. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I like JJ's explanation. Of yeah, the he said so, sometimes you have to go back to go forward. Yeah. So I had I had high hopes um, going into Last Jedi. I was really excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, where are they going to go with this? Uh, what's going to happen? So 
so I was really excited. I, it was extremely hyped up because I think overall Force Awakens got like a really a pretty good reputation. Like I guess there were some skeptics, um, but again, good, good Rotten Tomatoes score. So around the last Jedi, like a lot of hype. Yeah. And then the trailer comes out, and I'm like, all right, it's kind of all right, but you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read. Hope they're not gonna give us too much, you know. Right. So I think overall, um, I was I was okay with the movie. And I think if I'm just like a regular movie credit, if I'm gonna give him like a like a letter grade, as a Star Wars movie, like pure Star Wars, C minus. <laughs> like had some good moments in there, decent, decent at best character development, um, acting was good. Um, I guess good plots for a movie in general. Right. So as a, but as a standalone movie. I'd probably give it like a B B plus range, like a standalone, just regular movie. It hit all the check marks. Right. It filled the quote unquote agenda, if you will, uh, in, in I guess today's day and age of how the movies are supposed to be structured. Um, so overall, good standalone movie. But again, we're talking Star Wars. Right. Uh, it's it didn't flow with the, the Force Awakens. Now, typically in every Star Wars movie, there's some time pass between like original trilogy, three years, three years, um, right. prequels. You know, from one to two was ten years. From two to three was another three years. Right. Um, so you had some time in there um, to kind of wonder what happened. It like it, it picks up like right away from Force Awakens, which kind of threw me right. off. I was like, wait a minute. But I guess you know, at the end of the day, it kind of makes sense um, after Rise of Skywalker, because unfortunately, with Rise of Skywalker, J.J. Abrams had to do what he had to do to kind of salvage what it was. Which I I enjoyed Rise of Skywalker. Um, that one got kind of trash too but i i enjoyed it but anyway um yeah it it didn't really flow um it just was kind of like okay what's gonna happen i felt the whole movie kind of just like anticipating like waiting for something to happen okay what's gonna happen what's gonna happen um they didn't really touch on anything from old star wars like expanding universe they didn't really no easter egg nothing like that that's kind of why i like rise of skywalker there's so many easter eggs so many like touching on different characters and events and stuff like that that's you know that's what kind of did it for me and the fact that they brought Palpatine back, that's in old Star Wars lore, that Palpatine actually never died. Um, that was actual George Lucas. And a lot of people were actually mad about that, that he, he was the baddie in, in the end of it. J.J. Abrams actually went to George Lucas and said, hey, if, I were, if, you, if, I, if you were me, if, I were you, if you were me, how would you end this? Who's the baddie? Who, who's, who's behind all this? And then George Lucas himself, and a lot of people forget about this, said... It's Palpatine. It's always been Palpatine. It always was Palpatine. It always is Palpatine. It always will be Palpatine. So you have to you have to end it that way. And that's how he did it. And I enjoyed it. Anyway. So I just didn't really get like like Snoke. What the <laughs> Like right. We still don't know who he is. I mean, I guess you can kind of chalk it up to the fact that like, yeah, he's a clone that Palpatine right. created. Yeah. But still, like was he a person before that? Like, what's going on? And the reason I'm excited about that now because I think this is why I love John Favreau and Dave Filoni's genius because in Mandalorian, I feel like they're gonna start touching on that, or it's gonna right, lead yeah. into the other series that Star Wars are doing. Uh, we're gonna get more explanation because you kind of saw a Snoke-like figure in um, I forget what the episode was called in Mandalorian last season, where they go into that old Imperial base where they're experimenting with um, Grogu's blood, right. um, creating clones for the Emperor. But again, in the movies, they don't like. Snoke is this big, like, powerful figure in Force Awakens. Where who the heck is this guy? A lot of theories. People were like, "Oh, well, it's Plagueis. Oh, it's this. It's that." Um, I really was hoping it was going to be like a form of Plagueis. Um, right. But then you get into Last Jedi, 
and like he's super duper powerful and you're like oh this is sweet but then he just spoiler alert then he's just offed <laughs> what okay cool like is Kylo Ren turning good is he turning bad like what it's not it's just like okay cool right, he's, right. he's dead so anyway like that happened um, but I guess I'm, now I'm starting to ramble I'm, I'm trying to keep it focused on the specific part I want to go off about um, overall I, I, I as a Star Wars fan I was happy to get more Star Wars I enjoyed the movie for, for what it was um, but I just didn't get what I wanted out of it it's my least favorite Star Wars movie so um, the way I personally view this movie is um, with uh, most franchises like they understand that um, the audience is growing up with this. You know what I mean? And I feel like this specific movie was a digression. Yeah. Like, trying to get more kids on board. I guess. But that's the thing, is, like, they were going to give Ryan Johnson, and I don't know if he still got it or not, but they were going to give him a trilogy to do after this, you know, after the supposed quote-unquote success of The Last Jedi. Because of the hype surrounding it, they all thought it was going to be a very big success. Right. And it wasn't. Um, so I just wish that Kathleen Kennedy or somebody in the higher-ups would have put their foot down and said, look, we're going to give you this trilogy to do whatever the hell you want with. you got to keep this timeline. you got to keep this storyline. You have to continue. It's episode 8 of a nine-part Skywalker saga. Right. You need to keep the, with the timeline. And Ryan Johnson said, "Yeah, screw all that. I don't. I'm doing what I want to do because that's just how he is. He's kind of a prick like that. I've heard. He's like, he, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm an artist. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, but for real though, that's just kind of his attitude about it. And if you actually um, see some interviews, even Mark Hamill like had some heart. Like he had some difficult conversations with him. Well, see again. I mean, and I told Ryan this. It's no surprise. I said I just fundamentally disagree." with your concept of this character and how you use him. He's just kind of a jerk. He right. does him. Like, he's this is his vision, and he needs to see his vision on screen. Doesn't take feedback. That's kind of a problem. And I think you see that hubris of Ryan Johnson in The Last Jedi. Because don't get me wrong, he's done good films. He's he's a talented director. He's, he's talented. But he did a Star Wars. Star Wars. It's Star Wars. It's not Ryan Johnson's Star Wars. It's... Star Wars. It's right. its own thing. Anyway. So, overall, going back to it, overall, thought the movie was good. Now, there is a scene in this movie, 30 minutes of my life, and it's like, every time I watch this movie, I want it. Kevin's laughing over here because he knows how he's passionate it's about this. 30 minutes of my life, and here's the deal. When I watch a Star Wars movie, I'm not skipping. I'm not skipping shit. Right. It's Star Wars. I'm going to watch it. So, every time I watch this movie with this damn scene 30 minutes of my life is wasted and I have to trudge through it what the hell is that like I'm sorry it's all started with Maz Kanata telling them they had to find this master code breaker I was like okay this could get interesting right. like, whatever right. but then they had to go and like I'm sorry they had to go and wokeify it <laughs> for real though like can you agree with me like I'll agree that they got, like, really, uh, um, I wouldn't say woke, but, like, uh, it did get, like, a little 
no, I'm not bashing the woke movement. This is not the podcast for that, that I'm doing that. But it, the word for it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess woke might be a little too strong of a word for it. Um, yes. But it turned into like a, like I guess a, uh, an advertisement for PETA. Like, <laughs> for real though. I'll give you that one. Like, yeah, yeah. So they come, they find, they find this planet with this big old like Vegas, Morocco, like casino, planet. San Juan type, like casino looking city. And I don't know what the heck it was based off of. And then you see this ship that's like on water and then it's not on water. And it's like, is that a boat or what the hell is that? And you see this like weird ass looking, whatever the hell is rich alien looking dude. I got everybody dressed up in like top hats and shit. I'm like, this isn't. I'm like, this isn't Star. Like, what is this? I'm like, okay, like, where are they gonna go with this? So like, you see Finn and and Rose. They get down to the beach and they're they're going through this casino and they're looking for this master code breaker, whatever. I'm not sure. That was that was good. It was perfect. Uh, anyway, um, so they're they're in this place and they're looking for this guy, Master Code Breaker, who's wearing a red palm bloom, whatever the hell it is called. Red I don't palm even bloom whatever. And then you just see Rose pointing red palm bloom. <laughs> okay, so they go and see the guy and they get caught because they you know their their security's after them because they've broken in. They parked in the wrong spot. But before any, before they get caught, they hear this rumbling, and then they go outside, and there's a, there's like a, like a, I forget what the animals are called. They're like horses. They're like a horse, goat, sheep, giraffe looking thing. Um, it's like a real. race, right? Yeah, and um, they're at this 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 racetrack, and the their the animals are getting beaten. And you see, you know, Rose, she's getting all upset because, Up in arms. you know, and then all these rich people are cheering on the races. And she's just like, I wish I could throw my fist at this whole lousy, miserable town. Like, mm. very Broadway-esque. I'm like, what is that? Right. Wh- what? Ew. I, I'm, I remember sitting in the theater thinking, like, huh. <laughs> like... <laughs> I had to. I, I missed the next five to ten minutes of that whole scene because I'm literally just. I'm. I'm. I'm hanging on Rose's words. Like, so here's this character, right? Who seems hell bent on saving the animals. Just get introduced to her. First of all, no really place in the Star Wars universe. She's just kind of there. She gets thrown into the midst of this whole mission of them like saving the resistance and now she's talking about saving animals has nothing to do with what's going on like i am so sorry that they're getting mistreated you got a ship to save what the hell are you doing like you're you're on a time crunch here sister so i'm like i'm sitting there thinking to myself like okay so then they, they find the master code breaker and they point him out and then they get caught by security and they get thrown in this jail. And so, and, and then they find Benicio Del Toro's character that can crack codes. And instead of just being like, we got this whole bunch of people to save, like, people are counting on us. Even, like, like Poe Dameron said himself, 
I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Han Solo said himself in Force Awakens, "People are counting on us. The the universe is counting on us. They decide that we're gonna go free the animals and stampede through the casino." Okay, and then you see Finn and Rose riding on the back of the the giraffe, sheep, dog, horse looking thing. They're kind of cute. They are. Cute. I'll give it credit. They're kind of cute. That scene was initially longer, too. They cut parts out. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. More stampeding. I don't even... <laughs> I need a second. <laughs> I don't think he realized this. <laughs> well, I don't know what I would have done with another, like, 20 minutes of that. Right. What would, like... they, what would they have cut out to put that in there? So... You see him, they escape, and then BB-8 bails them out in this really cool ship, and blah, 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 blah. They're talking about, you know, good guys, bad guys, whatever funds the war. Essentially, the message that I got of is, like, rich people bad, poor people good. Stop. <laughs> right. So that's 30 minutes of no Star Wars content in a Star Wars movie. Like, Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, I feel like they could have filled in... I was actually relatively clean. Yeah, no surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, they could have filled in so much other content. Like, you would take the rise of Skywalker, and I heard this on Star Wars Stuff podcast. There's a bit for you again. Uh, I heard this on Star Wars Stuff podcast. It might have been there, it might have been somewhere else, but I'm pretty sure it was because they do a lot of content. They're great. Um, that they could have taken the Force Awake, Force Awakens, the Rise of Skywalker. That was almost three hours. Made it into like a almost a like a five to six hour movie and done like basically Last Jedi like more content that led up to the Rise of Skywalker in the Last Jedi right like the like Rise of Skywalker because it even, even like the original cut was like five hours for the film they could have made that into two movies right yeah and I will give like people's argument about the Rise of Skywalker is oh it's way too fast or there's a lot happening all at once I'm like yeah absolutely because they kind of had a sandwich in everything that was going on because right. the Last Jedi. For, I guess to sum it up sucked in terms of Star Wars it sucked yeah and I, I put most of that to blame on J.J. Abrams because they offered him all three movies and he declined and took one until he read the second script yeah and then he came on as executive producer and I can imagine like him in and just more to the asshole that Ryan Johnson is yeah I'm calling you out I don't care you can ban me or get me off Spotify. I do not care. J.J. Abrams had an entire script and story written out for the... It wasn't even The Last Jedi. It was a different like movie title. He had everything written out. And you know what Ryan Johnson did? Threw it the fuck out. What? You couldn't take a single thing from that and go, Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Well, I don't really like that. You couldn't even do that. He's that conceited about himself. That he just throws it away. Like, you, why don't, I, I don't even want to think about how much time and effort J.J. Abrams put into writing that. Right. And J.J. Abrams did a good job with Force Awakens. It was fun. Like, it captured more audiences than just the old nostalgia Star Wars fans. Which, they annoy me too. Like, the, oh, oh, the original trilogy is the only trilogy. No. Star Wars is much more than that. Right, And if yeah. you're not on board with it, then fine. You you go enjoy your three movies. Exactly. Like, you know, right, like, yeah. Fine. Don't on what we enjoy. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, you know, it captured more audiences in The Force Awakens. It was a little more family-friendly. It was yeah. a little more, you know, it really kind of got people into, like, oh, hey, let's check out... I haven't actually seen all of the Star Wars movies. Let me, like, let right, me right, research yeah, this yeah. a little bit. 
it was enjoyable for everybody. You know, I'd give it seven and a half out of ten. Like, if I'm really giving it a hard, good score, like, that's a decent score. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd give it three and a half stars. It was a good, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed Force Awakens. I wouldn't say it was like one of the best Star Wars movies, but it was, it was good. I liked it. Um, and then you get The Last Jedi. It's like, why? Why? All these new fans, and then that. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I feel like it divided the fan base, because... And I talk with um, our, our sound editor, Jeff, who actually really enjoyed uh, The Last Jedi. Um, Jeff is actually a Star Wars fan, too. He doesn't just sound edit us. We, we will have him on the podcast one day um, to talk a little bit, because he said he would like to join us, and I, I'm all for that. Um, he said he enjoyed The Last Jedi, and I kind of gave him shit for it, because I was like, dude, what? How did you actually... He goes, I thought it was a really good movie. I'm like, okay, I'll give it to you. It's a good movie. It's not a good Star Wars movie. It's just not. Because then you get The Rise of Skywalker, and it's... There's really... It's kind of flows from it, but it was more so J.J. Abrams just fixing everything that was wrong with the movie. Right. Which I enjoyed because it was just kind of like a laugh in Ryan Johnson's face. Like, yeah, screw you. Like, your movie doesn't count. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Kevin... I can't go on. <laughs> God, that was. It's gonna get more and more. Upset. I had to get that out. That felt good. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like I had. No, it's like you're a, it's you're, a little bit of therapy. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Star Wars therapy. Star Wars therapy on the George Bar podcast. Yes, a beer and a rent. But that's kind of <laughs> what it is, right? Like we're like you, you talk and vent to your bartender about like what's going on. Which, by the way, did you get a bartender's name? I did not. Oh, awesome. We should go find that out before we close out tonight. Probably. Anyway, I um, should come out here. It's almost. Last call. Yeah, she'll probably want to be kicking us out. It is last call. It's like 2 o'clock, whatever. Two it's o'clock. late. This, this could be becoming a thing for us. I want to get a daytime podcast again. Oh, my God. Like our first episode. <laughs> a daytime? <laughs> well, I try to get Jeff out here. We had a venue. And yeah. I try to get Jeff out here tonight, but he, he was like, I'll get inventory in the morning. It's kind of late night for me. He's like, you kids have fun. I'm like, kids? <laughs> He's not that much older than us. No, you're older than him. Out of here. I'm over. I'm like the same age. Sorry. No, I don't care. <laughs> I dropped that. a bunch. Of, hey, I dropped a bunch of bombs tonight. It's okay. Um, yeah, I think you guys are the same age. We're not gonna drop our ages on our podcast. But no. Heard. I'll put it this way: if you can do math, I was born in 1990. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna give you. That's all you get <laughs> from either of us. <laughs> um, celebrating my 30s. Oh, no, what is it? One. It's only been my fifteenth anniversary of my twenty-first birthday. Nice. I like <laughs> yes. that. I like that. Well, that's the thing is, like, I didn't realize. Like, I thought you were like way closer to my age when I found out. I was like, dude, to get the out, you don't even look like you look. Right, you literally right, look right. my age. <laughs> oh no! Like Chelsea told me that you were in your twenties. I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. Like, people, like ever since I was 16, people were like, oh, I thought you were, like, 21. And then when I turned 20, 21, they're like, people are like, oh, you're, like, 30, right? <laughs> and I'm like, no. Why are you saying that about me? So, I have a funny story. I have been bartending since I was 18. And uh, we got a lot of uh, bouncers and bartenders from other bars that came to our uh, – I was at a restaurant at the time. It was Bennigan's. Oh, no way. You were at Bennigan's? Oh, fuck yeah. I love Bennigan's. I didn't know that about you. It was my favorite job. I love their buffalo sandwich. I've ever had. Their buffalo oh, sandwich dude. was legit. We used to get... You would know about buffalo sandwiches. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I know, right? That's why I always order them. I'm like, ah, I'm trying to find another one. It was good. Uh, but, uh... So, <laughs> I would get into bars 
at like 18 and 19 That's and cool. i looked like i was 15 right cops are gonna be after you now oh yeah for sure <laughs> my roommate was a cop we're good uh but uh so on my 21st birthday <laughs> i'm at my favorite bar and one of the bartenders is like, hey, it's your birthday? How old are you? I'm like, 21! <laughs> just like, see his face drop. Just like, what did you say? And I was like, 23! <laughs> I've been serving you for three years That's and funny. you're 21. That's hilarious. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, I have a similar story to that too. Oh, yeah. But, uh, mm. just a couple old guys talking Star Wars. Yes. Oh, uh, man. What else do you want to talk about tonight? Anything? I said my piece. Hello. I said my piece I'm just going to drop this off and tell y'all y'all seven minutes. What's your name? How dare Mackenzie. you? Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much to Mackenzie tonight, our bartender. Um, <laughs> taking, a, taking care of us late night. She's probably like, these these jerks need to get out of here. <laughs> she chugged Red Bull. She's fine. <laughs> um but yeah, uh, Lavaca, thank you so much again for hosting us. Uh, Lavaca Street Bar in the Domain in Austin, Texas. Pretty cool. Um, if you're ever in the Austin area, um, definitely check out Rock Rose in the Domain. A lot of cool bars, a lot of cool clubs. A um, couple good places to eat around here, too. Um, so kind of a cool spot. Uh, yeah, that's about all I got tonight. I'm so glad I got that off my chest, Kevin. <laughs> You've been holding on to it for a while. I've been looking forward to this one, and I'm, I hope I didn't disappoint. If you're like, that was, if you're literally looking forward to something that was like really, f- I mean, whatever. I don't really care what you think. <laughs> don't. Really he does. Don't. Um, but anyway, I don't. That's, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that about sums it up. Um, thanks again to Jeff, our sound editor. Uh, John Summers, our Summers or Summer or Summers. I'm pretty sure it's Summers. Okay. Uh, our, our I guess, music producer for our, our uh, theme song. Uh, thank you to Lila. Once we get this this logo up and running, it's going to be cool. I'm really, I trust her. She drew, so over the holidays, she drew me uh, a picture, uh, like, she, she, like, created me a picture of Grogu in, like, Holly and stuff. Like, nice. like, a, like a Christmas-themed Grogu. Like, she came up to me at work one day, and she was like, hey, I made this for you. And I'm just like, this is, like, the cool, like one of the coolest things I've ever gotten. It was just so random, but it was so awesome. Um, I have it kind of stashed away in a, in a safe place at home. But it was really cool. So she's very talented. I'm really excited to see the kind of work that she's going to do. She is. I have some OG paintings from her, too, or I guess. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and I'm looking forward to continuing um, the Bad Batch recaps of our podcast. Um I kind of, I kind, of, I kind of had an idea of how we're going to structure our podcast, kind of going forward. Uh, I know you see on Spotify that we're on like season one episode, whatever. Um, kind of thinking that whenever we get a good, like a new series out on Star Wars and we're recapping it, that's going to be like a new season for us. That sounds good. Yeah. Like in our off seasons, we can still do episodes and stuff like well, that. I mean, but like, uh, uh, from what I understand, Lucasfilm is trying to pump out something Star Wars every year. Do it. Give me it. Give me everything. Yeah, I want yeah, it. Yeah. I want to watch that's, everything. That's great. Like I, I don't mind that. My worry is like one year we're not going to get a series and it's just a movie. <laughs> I don't know. You just you just hear about us like. So this is episode one. Yeah. Well, um, we haven't done Mandalorian yet, so we could recap we can recap. Those. Yeah, yeah, we can we can go back and review. Uh, that would be fun. Uh, I think it would be fun to kind of like 
do like a marathon or like a live where we watch the one of the episodes and kind of do commentary. <laughs> no, for real, I think that'd be a lot of it fun. Reminds me of a uh, oh, that show where they was it like Science Theater three thousand or something where they have like the robots and the like human where they're watching a movie and they're making comments about it. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, so I think I know what you're talking history about. History Science Theater. I think I know what you're talking about. I, I vaguely. Oh, you are so young. <laughs> uh, but anyway um that's about it for us tonight uh i'm looking forward to the next uh podcast i'm really hoping we get something good this week from oh the Bad me Batch. too i mean i i really like this episode personally like it was slow and it was it's like a springboard because the episodes have gotten shorter and shorter and shorter so it's almost like a springboard into what we might be getting they have. this week. like i feel like the uh, uh, bad batch at the end there kind of got roped into <laughs> unwillingly working for this person yeah yeah, yeah they're kind of mercenary like, out there like yeah. y'all must have a big price on your head <laughs> and it's just like oh party goers so here yeah we're out in public everybody <laughs> um, why we need a studio <laughs> eventually my friend i don't once, mind day drinking <laughs> once we once we make it big with dogecoin that's <laughs> oh dogecoin dogecoin to the moon everybody to the moon we could be like the next elon musk and influence the market no i'm kidding daddy we, we, musk we'll is taking us to big. the moon but dude 33 <laughs> downloads i'm actually i'm actually impressed 33, 33 nice. downloads Thank i'm impressed you. And honestly, the last uh, our last episode. Thank you to the two people who I know aren't, I know for a fact are not friends or family that listen on Spotify. <laughs> uh, our last episode, nice. whoever you are, thank you so much because I didn't post it on Facebook, so I know oh, for a, right, I, right. I know for a fact that it wasn't our friends and family. So whoever you are, if you found us on Spotify, thank you so much for giving us a listen. That actually, like, I know it's a small number, um, but. We do this because we have just have a love for Star Wars. It's fun. Um, and it's fun to just kind of, and of course, laugh at people driving by that uh, are acting crazy. Oh, those were the days. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, just to, you know, just to kind of BS about Star Wars. It's an excuse. It. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's an excuse to talk about Star Wars, have a drink. <laughs> Give our wives a break. <laughs> yeah, especially after work. Um, kind of a nice way to... Jeff will definitely have to edit that one out. I don't know about you, but I would definitely sleep with that guy <laughs> just because of his exhaust. I so now he might have to leave it in. Yeah. Um, that's what she said. Uh, why did I do that? Now I'm going to for sure have to put an explicit thing I, on I did the first one, so... Um, you can blame it on me. It's okay. We'll, we'll do the Archer thing and say yeah, phrase. There, there you go. Crazy. Um... But yeah, thank you so much to our listeners. Uh, it, it, it honestly, and I'm gonna get sentimental here. It, it means the it means the world. To, I don't know about Kevin here, but I know it means the world to both of us. For me especially, I love Star Wars, and and for those to just hear us just BS and just kind of talk it, and and I hope you feel like you're kind of with us, just kind of hanging out in spirit, because uh, that's kind of the goal of us. We just you know we want to have a place where you can just kind of come in and feel like you're part of the conversation you know again no journalistic reporting or news or whatever just have a good time and just hang out i really hope that that's kind of what we're getting across here and once again if you have feedback for us please drop us drop us an email at jarjar.bar77 at gmail.com that's j-a-r-j-a-r dot 
B-A-R-Bar at gmail.com. Uh, another thank you to Mackenzie tonight. Um, uh but yeah give us an email give us some feedback we're not above criticism like we've said before um i need to do a better job of getting our social media pages up and running we're on twitter twitter's good to go (laughs) not doing a good job of updating statuses but uh twitter's good to go but uh, i'd like to get us some you know instagram and facebook and stuff like that so we can get some pictures up so people can see our beautiful faces oh yes they should anyway you're about to say something oh yeah i was gonna say like uh if we get enough followers or enough people interested like we could do like a live stream have people comment answer questions stuff yeah like, that. like i know like uh fans do like to get involved mm-hmm. and we can definitely oblige yeah if we get to that point that would be a lot of fun that would be a lot of fun yes um but once again that was the jar jar bar podcast uh i'm scott I am Kevin. And I hope you all have a wonderful night, day, day at work. Uh, If you're at work and listening to us instead of working, good job. Yes. Anyway, good night, y'all. Good night. Cheers. Appreciate you.